0: You are now listening to the Just Jiu-Jitsu Podcast, sponsored by Nike and Monopoly. Wait, we're sponsored by Nike and Monopoly? Uh Uh-huh. I think it's it's a marriage that's very organic because we're an active group. We're an active podcast. We talk about being physically fit and doing things. And Nike goes hand in hand with that. So they sought us out. And I think they saw some of our Facebook posts and specifically the one of you photoshopped as a bodybuilder. And well, I think there's that, one of me photoshopped as a bodybuilder. This was this was from a while back. Oh, I don't remember though. That. That's okay. Yeah, and, and I think that that told them, hey, this is a this is someone we should get behind. And then Monopoly, they just know that we like to play games and that you have a very creative side to you that enjoys uh, playfulness. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. You seem like someone who who would like Monopoly, actually. I I do like a good game of Monopoly. You pretty good at it. I, I'd like to think so or what's your strategy when you play? Here's the other thing. You're someone who probably was like, do you know the best strategy is to not actually buy this and this, but to do this and that? Do you have? Uh, Oh yeah. Of course there's a strategy to monopoly. (laughs) Yeah. And have you, do you have like some monopoly tips for people? I mean, it depends on what happens in the
1: the very, the very first (laughs) uh, uh, die roll
0: will dictate how you play the game. Well, yeah what's your favorite what's your favorite monopoly property everyone has a favorite i don't i usually stick to the utilities connecticut that one's the best one sure <laughs> all right today's an episode where we're going to go through some listener questions uh by the way who are we oh yeah we're the just you, just you podcast i am andrew dizamoni with coraila gracie <laughs> and nearly 100 episodes are we really Nearly, yeah. This wow. is ninety-eight, ninety-nine. Wow, that's almost two years. That is. Well, it's it is over two years, right? But we've had a few weeks where we haven't put episodes out, right? And so, yeah, we're we're well over two years. <laughs> hundred episodes, man. Wow. I mean, do something for the hundred episode. It's not a bad idea. We'll think about it. Can you? When we just started off our first episode we were in some tiny little bedroom and now look at us we've right. come so far we're absolutely. in a dining room yeah and there's no mattresses on the walls there are no mattresses on the walls i mean we're making killer money on this podcast absolutely i i think i bought my third car off of it wow
1: and you must be taking a bigger share than I thought.
0: Yeah. I haven't told you about a lot oh, of that, the sponsors. Yeah, like, 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 like the Nike sponsorship. That was new to me. Mm, yep. Yep. But they're not, they're not paying us. Wink, wink. Um, right. Yeah. I, every once in a while, as long as I throw like a, like a couple beers that someone sends us your way, I think I can throw you off the, tra- the set. Yeah. I mean, cause that's pretty much all I've gotten off this podcast. <laughs> that and just a lot of teasing. Yeah. People calling you aries and uh, making fun of your laugh that's not that's not very nice. i mean i, I don't care <laughs> <laughs> well i'm gonna start off with our first uh, email and it's from matthew subject is dear aries so again oh my god so people that's a great start so people are just sticking to it <laughs> He said that he's enjoying the podcast. He found it through the Grappling Dads. He said once he figured out everything he enjoyed from the podcast was you, then he just started listening to us. That, that makes 100% sense. That's true. I'm not mad at that. No. All right. He said he just finished listening to the baseball choke episode. He said you mentioned how the omoplata is a near perfect technique in jiu-jitsu. Yes. He mentioned that earlier... Or you mentioned in that episode that either you get the tap or you get two points from their escape. Yeah, for competition purposes Omaplata is near perfect, yeah. He's tried to see how that works, but also doesn't know how you escape an Plata. and he said I'm only a purple belt, so I can't visualize it very well on my own. Okay. So his question is how to basically escape the perfect. So so the
1: the problem with the omoplata is it's essentially the same problem as a kimura, right? Um, you, you have to find a way to get your target hand, you know, underneath your belly or, you know, um, in front of you instead of behind you. So there, there's ultimately only a few paths to this, right? You can, um, and there's, there's some, some few off the wall escapes that work sometimes don't work all the time. But the more consistent escapes from a platter are gonna be uh rolling over your shoulder, the target shoulder. So whatever shoulder they're attacking, you would um roll forward over that shoulder. Um and then you would generally speaking end up into a scrambling situation where you're trying to get to all fours to square off with them and they're trying to come up into side mount. Um that's probably the most that's common the, that's one. That's the most successful one. That's why it's the most common one because it's it's very hard for the opponent to stop that from happening. Um, to stop it, they have to... Do they have to do what? Rolls have, faster than you uh, or just... So so their op- the opponent's options um, in a situation like that is to either find a way to stop your roll by controlling your hips um, or by finding a a way to uh, staple or anchor you to the floor. If they can't do that and the roll initiates, like if you get forward momentum over that shoulder and you're rolling, the opponent's options are to try to roll faster than you and essentially reset the position, or to wait until you finish the roll and then fight for side or fight for top mount. Um, Again, all common answers
0: to somebody escaping I know we'll plot it. Um, What the, about before it gets to that point? So before you do the roll, and they start to trap your arm, is there any escaping at that point, or you have well, to? Absolutely. I mean, like uh, you know, what it's, what's that saying?
1: Uh, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you notice that your elbow is outside of your opponent's legs and hips, um, away from your ribcage. Uh, there's an omoplata waiting to happen, right? In a situation like that, um, getting your elbow back into your rib cage and nice and tight and controlling those angles, um, you know, yeah,
0: absolutely, you'll be far more successful in defending the omoplata than you would otherwise. I think we've all been with a person who uses strength as the uh, as, as the stopper for an omoplata. At that point, when, when you're learning the omoplata at first and you start to... Uh, you, you start to get that leg up and before you even go to the roll, a lot of times if someone's big and strong, they'll just stand up and they'll they'll like almost lift you up with it. So, so that's,
1: that's another option, right? Is the opponent who just tries to out muscle the technique. The problem with out muscling the plata is generally speaking, they have to overcommit backwards, like towards your head. And then you can do like the, like, um, Inverted uh, sweeps from one Plata where you actually go over your shoulders Instead of going over their shoulders you go over your own shoulder and you end up in the same spot that you would have been otherwise so um, Yeah, defending the La Plata by pulling the arm out can be frustrating if you don't know how to do it like an inverted sweep But if you do know then it's then you it, it makes, makes no difference If they do that or if they roll forward the other really common option for La is to step over the opponent's body so you literally walk your legs over the opponent's body before they set up and control your hips. That's a, that's
0: a good option because
1: you don't give up the two points that way.
0: So just to describe that one a little bit more, so what stage in the... So if you set up the omoplata, but you are
1: not sitting, so like you're omoplata and me, but you're not sitting up yet and you haven't hugged my hips. Okay. Um, I can pike up and then step over your head with my legs. I see. Um, that's that's a, a nice way to go because it prevents the two points in a sweep but the reality is um to do that i have to uh, to account have to count on you making a mistake right because if you set up the own plot odds are you going to be ahead of me mm. so i would have to assume that you somehow goofed or forgot or i somehow managed to get ahead to step over and i don't ever like to rely on techniques that um will function most effectively when you're opponent messes up right, right. I, I like to rely on techniques that i can do that force my opponent to mess up versus me having to count on them be screwing up on their own
0: so there are a couple preventative things uh once the omoplata once they roll through we can like we said the first thing you can try to roll with right. it uh is you roll and then you come Uh, you start to come up through that roll. If they didn't roll with you, then you're good. You just... Yeah, and
1: you're going to be tighter with the omoplata. Yep.
0: Most often is with someone who's experienced, you roll, they roll with you, and you're right back to where you started. Correct. Now, you'll see a lot of times where it just... It, it, it's just rolling, 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 right. people back back and forth. What's something that the person who's hitting the plata will do a lot of times to stop that cycle?
1: They will um, they will anchor themselves the opposite shoulder. So they'll use their hands to uh, hold the- Reach across the, shoulder. the back. So one arm would go under their armpit, the other would go behind their neck and he, they would gable grip in front of the collarbone. So like a seatbelt kind of? Like a seatbelt grip, but okay. only on the shoulder or they would grab the lapel that way they're anchored and that way it doesn't matter how many times your partner rolls as long as you can maintain that anchor you can follow it up and continue
0: okay now we have the roll. Mm -hmm. common what is what's the next thing that people will start to work towards to get out of that they'll roll uh, let's say the person rolls with them or they they do the seatbelt. now what you're not you're not free what do you have to options do you have from that point that's the thing right so if you can't
1: roll out of an old plata, <clears throat> and you can, and, and and if you can't roll out of a normal platter, you also can't step over the head, right? So then the other options are to pull your opponent on top of you. Essentially, you fall you, back.
0: Real quick, if you can't roll through it, you can't step over. Correct. Because what's the same thing they're doing? Because in both? What
1: stops you from rolling over it is my ability to control your hips, whether <laughs> I'm hugging your back, getting an underhook on your far side, or, or just literally holding onto your belt. Um, and, and because of that, there is a limb usually it's going to be your arm that's over their body so for them to step over you they'd have to find a way to get on top of you after you're already on top of them which is just impossible to do okay so in a situation like that um if you can't roll and you can't step over uh, oftentimes you'll see people try to power out of it stand up um, or pull back like you said and if they do that then you can get into like an inverted sweep Mm -hmm. and basically you as the attacker would roll over your shoulder nearest your opponent and you would essentially end up in the same place you would have otherwise like you would have as if they had rolled on their own you end up in side mount
0: are there any escapes that utilize trying to create space to pull the arm out oh absolutely if you can stand up um
1: And your opponent doesn't have a really great control like tightness around your hips or on your shoulders you can if you're standing you can limp arm out Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes you can limp arm on your knees like before you stand up i wouldn't recommend that though because if it doesn't work your elbow is gonna get caught halfway out halfway in and it's gonna be really really tight but if you're standing it's a little bit easier to kind of just limp arm out and have your opponent just essentially slide off your arm
0: and a limp arm is what it sounds like it's the shoulders what's leading the direction right and then you move that in one direction and then you just kind of wet noodle your arm in that direction of the soldier if
1: your your opponent doesn't have a really great control um they'll slip off or they'll slide down enough for you to start fighting and getting free
0: what about rolling through they still have it uh can you lean or lean into the opponent and try to create the space to then pull that arm out. Yeah, it's tough because if you turn if you turn your chest
1: away from your opponent, it's the shoulder lock is going to get tighter. The arm plot is going to get tighter. So the other alternative to if you can't send up, you can't limp noodle out, and you can't roll back, you know, let's say you don't have the power to kind of like pull pull them back onto their shoulder, right? The other alternative is to like essentially throw your free shoulder underneath their butt and then like roll underneath them that way. But again, you still end up in a bottom side position, which is a problem. Like nine times out of 10, uh, the, dif- the the defenses from side mount from Oma Plata will lend you inside mount, which means in a tournament you score two for the sweep.
0: If you're in a tournament and you're having an Oma Plata Dante, you said it's perfect. It's perfect for tournaments. Yeah. What's the best damage control? In a tournament, if you have the omoplata done to um, you? it depends, right? So if you um,
1: and and I've been and I've been, I'm I, I'm a I used to do a lot of omoplatas, and I you know if you why don't you anymore? Um, I, I mean, I still do. I'm just saying, like I've been I've been in tournaments. I've been on both sides. I've been on the applying you know side on the receiving side of omoplatas.
0: I thought you were like I just um, forgot how to do them, so no, I haven't done them
1: now. Um, so. Um, it comes down to the situation, and, it, and, it, and that's where tournament experience pays off. If you and I are grappling and I'm up 18 points, right, and you slap an all plot on, I will roll through and give up those two points, and then, you know, I'll fight off my back because I'm up so many points. Um, particularly if I don't think you have enough time to score on me. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, now, let's say there's 20 seconds left and i'm up to i'm up two points but if i roll we even right if i escape we're even i may just not escape the own plata and i may just try to avoid getting tapped and run the clock out that way i can not lose the two point not give up the two points mm-hmm. you know so it, it's worth like tournament experience plays in you have to figure out what to do the same way on the applying side right so if you're applying the, the do plata and you don't think you can finish this guy in 30 seconds right um let them roll don't even block the hips just let them roll through because you score two okay and then maybe that's a venue then for you to score more points you know maybe they roll you go neon belly top mount you just score eight points where maybe otherwise if you tried for the finish you might not be able to get it
0: do you see do you see Oma Plata's a lot right now in high level jiu-jitsu um,
1: generally speaking um, the, the first really big tournament we've had was pens this past weekend. Mm. Um, not as many Ola platas as, as in the past. There used to be a whole lot more um, finishes. Okay, there's more people applying Ola platas as a means to create threats and to go different places or as a means to score points. But as far as finishes go, um, there was a far greater percentage of taps in Ola Plata about five years ago.
0: Is Guy... Does gi or no gi change how people use omopl- omoplata? Is omoplata more popular in gi? No gi?
1: Um, it's much more um, statistically speaking. It's much more successful in the gi. What's the reason no for that? Um, you have more grips to hold your partner down,
0: mm.
1: right? So, so in the gi, it is much more viable as a submission because you have different grips to control your opponent or to anchor yourself to your opponent. In Nogi, the 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 grips are tougher. They It's slipperier, so the ability to hold your partner down is tougher. Generally speaking... Um, uh, in nogi Platas will lead to points like you create a scramble you score two you get ahead you're inside mount top mount back sometimes mm-hmm. and there's different you can use omoplata as different venues so if you don't want to use it as a sweep or as a shoulder lock you can use it as a back take and you can use it as a way as a means to get to the legs and attack the legs so in that regard while the submission rate is statistically lower um, it's still a great great position because you can get the back or you can get to the legs and, and be more successful that way
0: oh so so guys ideally you use it for a submission but a lot of times it's now used as a bridge to a position that could be it's used more strategically maybe to get to a point that is a guy's looking so much
1: like a kimura right so uh you can apply a kimura as a submission which is the, the intended purpose but there's absolutely nothing wrong and in some in some ways you could argue that it's more effective as a means of controlling your opponent so you can set up the kimura trap and go into triangles and arm bars and leg locks and all sorts of things off of the kimura
0: trap when did omoplata start to get popular like is that an old it's it's, old school jiu-jitsu like i don't remember i don't remember i wasn't paying attention then but like i feel like the videos i watch of old competitions i see it I don't see it like early early days. Maybe I just haven't um, seen the videos the, where it the, exists. The guy
1: that really made Oma Plata's like um, popular popular was was Nino Chambri, um in like the the mid nineties um, early two thousands. He was the guy that made Oma Plata super super popular. Um, he was, you know, he had a perfect body for it. He was agile. He was flexible, um, and, and he could, you know, set up platas from different places, which made him very difficult to deal with. Um, Marcelo was another big Omoplata guy. Um, uh, so so there's there's some guys that, like I said, mid-90s to early 2000s, you saw Nino and, and Marcelo being the two biggest
0: proponents of Platas out there, at least to my knowledge. Um, when you say he'd set it up from different spots, what I think entry-wise, people think, oh my you have it when you're just kind of parallel with your opponent, or um, that's we we think of that's where it starts, but there are different positions like a lot of times you get different from guard what what different entries was he I mean, introducing that people weren't used to did, seeing um he's he did a
1: couple like off of he did a single leg defenses so he did a couple off his feet um on, on record um, oh okay uh, several times actually um off of top mount off of scrambles so sometimes the position wasn't necessarily solid he would still step over and go into omoplata's uh, marcelo much the same um so, yeah, the plot is incredibly versatile. You can hit it in just about any position in jiu-jitsu. And as long as you know where you're going, you're going to beat your opponent.
0: When you were a kid and you started training, did you were you familiar
1: with it? So, I, I became familiar with it because my arm bars were garbage.
0: Um, <laughs> and like, so, uh, you'd,
1: you'd have to bail and a lot of times... So, oftentimes I would armbar people and, and this was back when I was like an orange or green belt i don't remember and i used to armbar people and i could never control the elbow i don't know maybe i was just was just dumb i don't you know Mm -hmm. and the opponents would rip out their arm out of the armbar and then i would follow up with omoplata in the near side arm and going into that route
0: do you remember how you learned it do you remember someone saying like hey notice you lose a lot of these arm bars i think this
1: i asked like yeah. what am i supposed to do here because this keeps happening and then it was just introduced as as a, as a viable alternative and then it became my go-to i would fake arm bars to get into the Plata. <laughs> and then coincidentally as my Plata's got better my arm bars got better because people wouldn't rip out so hard so i could set up my arm bars better and actually give me more opportunity to try out my arm bars
0: what's the, the is there a ideal body type for it or is it more a skill set that's good it's just, it's it. just a skill set it's okay. it's you know
1: learning to find your angles controlling the elbows and, and and having a certain level of flexibility but
0: not not a great level of flexibility by any means okay now with plata, and we're going back to escapes on this when if you roll through mm-hmm. the person doesn't follow you
1: then the person will come up if if i omoplata you you roll and i don't come up you'll end up in my side mountain You'll
0: be on top side. I'm trying to visualize this because I, I, I'm thinking of it from the off offensive of position. So if I plot plata you, and I, I roll, set it up. You roll through. And I, you don't come up. You roll through, but I stay there. Right. So I on? have the. I can do like the uh, the different locks where I could do no, the because elbow. Because you're flat. I'm, I'm struggling to visualize this. So. So if I if
1: I if you Oma plata me come up out of me and i roll and you don't come up you just stay laying down mm-hmm. when i roll my arm will be between your legs mm-hmm. and that's it and we'll be essentially and i'm just on my ass yes on your on your back and everything and then i can come yes. up and start attacking now if i roll and you come up and you follow me up then you're gonna end up on your knees, and that's then, what I'm thinking. Then you can control me a whole lot more. Then you can still be threatening. You can take side mount, knee on belly, top mount, and and do all sorts of crazy things.
0: For Th- that's me. what was in my head. So. If you roll through, I roll through. Boom! I pop up on my knees. Mm-hmm. You've taught a series where we can the person yeah, can there's... can go with some locks from there. Right. Now the person on bottom at that point, they're on their back and they have the opponent who just has their they have was it the shin or knee across yeah. their bicep, and yeah, they essentially have their whole forearm exposed is there much what's your what what are you doing as the person on the bottom there to try to get out of that their fight's still the same
1: right so their first fight was to roll the second fight was to turn into you to get up into a like all fours and square off with you yeah that's still their fight because they gotta find a way to get their elbow free and the only way to get that elbow free is to get on their side so they're gonna be fighting to get on their side and explode into you you as the attacker would take advantage of that and go into a Kimura and Kimura trap from there
0: hmm now I'm going to go back again to someone who's hitting a kimura and I'm switching more we're, we're going be, we're going from offense to defense as far as the point of view but I it's just cuz I am working through it in my head and thinking of it from if if you're hitting the omoplata on somebody and we talked about the person who's big and strong that can stand up rip rip their arm right out if you go for the omoplata and you are struggling as let's say a smaller person to once you have the leg up and behind the person's shoulder blade you struggle to get them to roll through what what are some things you can do to get them to fully actually to cause enough discomfort that they have to roll so uh,
1: so you're looking to force the sweep instead of getting the submission
0: if you're go, if you're doing it against a person who's much bigger and stronger, and you have your leg behind their arm, and you're kind of trying to do it, sometimes they, it's not enough to get them to. Gotcha. So so you're trying how to knock them down. Yeah, like you're trying to so, enforce them
1: to move. So to knock them down, um, one of the the best tricks you can have is you know keep control of the arm with your hand, keep holding their hip as best you can. Um, and then instead of triangling your legs into an all plata or in a triangle configuration, I would cross my feet, um, free leg on top of the attacking leg and I would pinch my knees, so my legs are essentially stretched out and I'm gonna cross my knees and what I would do is I would pull my knees to my face and then I would kick with both legs while my feet are crossed 45 degrees off the ground. And if you do this, what happens is it causes your opponent to become top heavy. And they have no means of staying up. They will have to catch themselves on one hand. And once they catch themselves on one hand, they're essentially in all fours. Right. And then you can come up and attack.
0: Okay. You could also do the I think I think you even have the other series where you can just put the feet under their chin. Yeah, you can do all sorts of nasty. I mean, omoplata itself is, is a whole world, man. Would that is that considered omoplata? It is still an omoplata. If you and what we're talking about is this, it's a modified omoplata. Yeah, where it, it, it's a cool one that I've I've used before. Where, like I said, I try to go for an omoplata, and maybe they're fighting, but it's easy to kind of rotate the hips right. to the side, and then you take your leg that's. Tr- behind their shoulder blade I guess mm, the, attacking and leg, yeah. the attacking leg and you shift it so now your shin and the top of your free leg free leg the top of your like I don't know like your ankle or your, your foot is under their chin right and that turns into it's a lock it's of itself still, it's, it's, still it's a, a shoulder, shoulder it's lock.
1: lock off of the of set up. it's a modified one as far as I'm concerned
0: and that's one that you don't even have you don't have to sit up or anything yeah, you don't have to worry about size. of Getting someone to move, all you do is you just start to then rotate away from their body, kind of towards their head. Right. And that
1: the, works well. The, the maybe the most uh, the two most recent Plata people, the real heavy omoplata um, athletes, were Clark Racy, who who was huge, huge, hugely successful with the omoplata and all its and all its. Um, uh, variants. It
0: has maybe the most famous Homalada picture.
1: Yeah, has probably the most famous Jiu Jitsu picture probably yeah. you know, ever. Um but anyways, the other one is uh Dominica Oblonite um was also very successful with her own too.
0: What did she do with her omoplata? So she she was, she's at the,
1: I don't know how tall she is. My guess is she's probably 6'2", six 6'3", six and she's probably 6 feet of legs. Um, so she would set up her Plata and she would do what you're saying to do. She would pummel the leg underneath the head. But her goal was actually to get underneath the far side arm, and then she would use her legs to lift the far side arm. And then instead of anchoring and controlling the opponent by their hips she'd reach out with her arm and grab the opponent's far side arm behind their back Ooh. and then force the own plot to tap that way
0: okay yeah that's
1: yeah she was uh, incredibly potent with it okay Whew.
0: well Chris that's that was a pretty good question we spent Essentially, the entire episode talking about homoplatus, <laughs> which is funny because he he said, "Have you guys considered doing an episode on homoplatus?" I mean, we we could honestly do
1: another episode on homoplatus and kind of go into like how to get in, how to control, yeah. you know, and kind of more of a traditional, you know, technical episode, like, you know.
0: Absolutely, good. and to be honest, I thought we did, but we've done so many episodes uh, yeah, at this point. I mean, maybe we did. I don't know. I, I don't remember, so we may not have. Which we'll think about that. Joey, if you're listening. I know
1: you catalog our podcast. Um, did have we done an no old Plata episode? Let us know.
0: Yeah, Joey, please please text. And if you don't, I will assume you didn't listen to this episode. Yeah, and I'll I'll, I, I'll pretend I'll be hurt. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I will legitimately be hurt. Yeah, Andrew, uh, Andrew will cry. That's right. And also, Joey, just let us know when you want to do the next D and D because we're I know we're all eagerly awaiting. Right. Uh, and I, I have to uh, I have to show Croyler how to how to play creatively again because he th- he's a guy who thinks inside the box and I'm as we just da- discussed last time I'm the Ted of D&D I show us how to approach from different angles that are unorthodox that's one way of
1: saying that you hid from a fight
0: no 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 nope uh that's you know what that's like when we're rolling at the gym and we all like we're we're you're like all right everyone roll, and I get up and I go to the bathroom for the whole time and I come out and you're like you ran away and you didn't want to roll and I'm like no, I was being creative and I had to go to the restroom and then I ran out and I jumped on someone's back when they weren't paying attention. No,
1: it, that that no, that the analogy would be more suited to say you went to the bathroom. Stay there for 30 minutes. We all get done rolling. And you come back out and goes, well, I didn't tap to anybody today. <laughs> that, that's much more akin to that.
0: <laughs> I, I'm going to do that at the gym sometimes. I'll just walk out and be like, man, no one got me today. Yeah, exactly. They, they didn't even break a sweat. No. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it for this week, everyone. We hope you have a fantastic week and we'll see you later.